Got a good 40, 40 minutes or so. Let's go. All right. And we're live, Bates. Bust open this Gatorade, son. Clutch move on this shit, man. <laughs> I'm glad you're hydrating over there with that Heineken. Dude. Fucking good boy, dude. <laughs> it's a net zero. There you go. <laughs> Heineken on the left. Hydrate, dehydrate. In terrible circle, man. <laughs> Anyway, dude, what's new with you, man? Uh, not a whole lot, man. I'm just uh, played our first show last week on Friday. That was really exciting. Yeah, dude, I saw you busting the jig out. <laughs> you did? What'd you see? <laughs> what's that? Um, what's that song? It's like um, this is more than you bargained for. Yeah, that's Fall Out Boy. Oh, that's Fall Out Boy. I yeah, saw you Sugar, we're going down swinging, dude. Like People just go apeshit for that song, man. Like that's that's probably like that's the last song we play oh, almost is. every show because that's the one everyone wants to hear. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm not you know I'm not like really into that genre of music, but like that there was like I saw one clip where you were like sing like some other dude when the audience was, like right oh, up in your face and you guys were just like singing the song, dude. That was like, that awesome. was Tom's sister's boyfriend. Oh, so you know that guy? Yeah, because okay. actually it was so it was Tom's sister's friend's birthday or something oh. so they all took a party bus with like that, 20 people dude and they just like rolled up and they were like already like Ready turned up by the time they got there man it was Damn. it was awesome man there was there was a lot of people already. a lot of people there and i i just feel like people are like dying to go back out right now like look for any excuse to go out how many people do you think were there like Guesstimating. At least 50,000, bro. Damn. <laughs> Super dumb. Where are you guys at, dude? No, I mean, I, I don't even... Madison it's so Garden. hard to, like, estimate. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Especially in, like, a smaller venue like that. But there was probably, there was at least, like, probably 150 people there, I would Damn. say. That's sick, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a few fucking headbangs going back and forth, dude. For sure, man. going crazy. It's a good-ass time, that man. Was, it looked fun, dude. It looked really fun. It was cool that, um, what do you call it? Tom was on the guitar? Bass. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I always see him on the drums and shit like that. It's cool that, like, can, can you, like, play any of the other instruments, too? Yeah. I, growing up, I'm just making sure he's not fucking with Looking <laughs> his butt over there. <laughs> uh, what do you have, motherfucker? Uh, I'll himself. What do you got, dude? What do you got? Oh, he's got something. Moth uh, guard. <laughs> so yeah i i grew up like my mom tried to get me to play piano and i sucked so hard at that that dude i seriously by like by <laughs> by like my fifth or sixth lesson i couldn't find mill c Damn. and the instructor was just like so fed up with me dude he straight fired my ass Zach, you can't find the middle like, c <laughs> <laughs> it's like i cannot teach this kid fuck this guy yeah man I don't um, even know what that key's all about. Yeah, I mean, that's that's like your home base on the piano. It's like C, pretty much. <clears throat> yeah, but... So yeah, I played, I played, I, well, I played piano. I started with piano, and then I played violin for a little bit, and I played, then I played that big-ass stand-up bass yeah, in yeah, middle yeah. school and high school, like in orchestra. Um, and then I... 
got into like percussion in high school because I didn't want to do orchestra anymore. So in a marching band, I played like in the pit, oh, like shit. in the front, yeah. where everyone like has all the xylophones and like crazy percussion instruments. And then junior year, I played bass drum three on drum line. Damn. So, you know, like those bass drums that like go on your chest. Right. I was like, there's five of them. And I was the middle one. Exactly. One? Yeah. Dude. yeah. Except that, that instrument is crazy because like it really forces you to like understand like percussion because you have to like do runs like in sync with other people. Damn. So it's like oftentimes like the run is going to start like at the front or the back. So it's like you're usually playing on like a different beat. So it's like you have to like when, when you're going like 16th notes like you got to like pick out like you might be only playing like two or four notes like in that run. Yeah. And you just have to like really have that internal clock. And you're like walking and shit. Too, yeah. Right? Well, you're walking like in time. So that's like marching band is like your walking is your steps are your metronome oh i see i see i didn't know that That's yeah cool. so it's like left right yeah. left right or right left yeah like which, whichever way but yeah that's that's like your metronome and actually the same thing funny that you mentioned that like headbanging in like rock and metal music is your metronome oh, too really exactly yes Damn. like because you'll notice like one two three four yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like if the snare is on the upbeat, then it's like one, two, three, four, one, two. You know, it's like that's how you keep time. Yeah. It just looks like you're kind of wilding up there, but there's actually like that's how you feel time sometimes. Yeah. No, for sure, a hundred percent. It's a lot of a lot of music is body language too, man. It's mm -hmm. like it's like head nods and cues like that, or like you know, <clears throat> I mean, you play the violin too. You know when. If you're if you're in a quartet or something, you gotta like lift and come on the beat like that. You know what I mean? That's yeah, just, it, it's all body language, you know. Like yeah, it's like the same thing. It's like if you're at like a jazz club and you just feel a dude like bobbing his head, like feeling the beat. That's like a milder version of headbanging, yep. pretty much. Hundred totally, percent. <laughs> now that's interesting, dude. When I when I used to play when I used to play soccer in high school. The marching band used to practice right next to us, mm -hmm. and they were always like doing some crazy shit, but you always see that one motherfucker up on the the that lofted like podium thing. Yeah, that's like, like the, everyone. I can't even remember what the name of those people is. Ringmaster. This dog is like licking me hardcore. Licking, <laughs> licking your nips. Um, you got a jar of peanut butter. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing the peanut butter trick, Bobby. <laughs> Go on, away. Come here. I know you want to. Give me the jar. Give me the jar. <laughs> um, they're, yeah, they're like the conductor essentially, yeah. like in an orchestra. Mm -hmm. They're doing the. <clears throat> The no, karate kid thing, you know. Hey, Bonsai tree. Yeah, so that's because a lot of times, like when you're practicing in marching band, you you're like playing a metronome like over the loudspeakers yeah. to keep time. But you're obviously not going to have that at like a competition or like a show because that'll fucking ruin everything. Yeah. So that's kind of the conductors are like your metronome. Yeah, hundred percent, pretty man. much. That's that's really interesting, dude. I mean, I I feel like um, the last time we talked about like music and shit like that. What's up, motherfucker? Um, <clears throat> like, uh, I was trying to go all like, oh, like like notes. You know what I mean? Like, what notes are you playing? You know? Mm -hmm. And it's like you know, you you really don't play music like that, or right? No, right? Exactly. I, no, so, I don't. So I was like, um, you know, it's funny how like I you know I learned like super traditional. Like, um, 
like what to like how to play music and stuff like that like you know alto clef treble clef shit like that but you know you didn't you didn't learn it that way like oh you don't play that well way i did i i mean i used to have to read music in orchestra and like i had had to read like percussion sheet music yeah but, but now you, you just it's all body cues but it's kind of the same principle yeah. you know what i mean like there's an underlying foundation that's like the same throughout all music you know yeah and i actually i i never learned how to read like guitar like sheet music i mean i can read timing but i just like don't know like the notes like yeah on, in the the bars or whatever but i feel like guitar especially is an instrument where you really don't have to know like music theory to be a good musician yeah 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 so like so in that one video where you're doing that solo uh-huh so how did you learn that like how just do you... by well so they because that's really like it's it's very technical right like you're moving your fingers all over the place yeah so you kind of have to know what you're hitting right oh i mean it's just you learn like patterns of like arpeggios okay um on guitar and you don't really have to know what note you're playing it's like you just learn like the shapes and so, like where the notes are, like in different chord shapes. Because I mean, chords are kind of arpeggios in a lot of in a lot of ways. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a, a guitar can be very visual because like when you're playing a chord, you can play that like pretty much anywhere. Sure. You know. Um, but there's also like guitar tabs, which is like um. It's it's not music, but it conveys what you need to play. It just has like the numbers of the frets. It has like the six strings and like the number of the fret you're supposed to play. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially the same thing because you're just associating like a note with a number on the fretboard. Got you, got you. So it's like I, I'm looking at this, or if you buy, they, they make like professional tab books and like tab software. But it's like when you buy a good tab book, it has like the timing on the top half. So you know like exactly what the timing is. But then you're just reading numbers instead of like a dot on the, the bar, you know? Got you. Yeah. That's interesting. So <clears throat> with that that one you played, did you just watch a video about it? Like, are you uh, Well, I actually wrote that. That, you that wrote one it? like fast solo. Yeah, because the, the solo in the song, I mean, it's, it's cool. But in, in some of our songs, we like to improvise a little bit uh, yeah improvise or like make our own thing you know yeah that's pretty cool yeah so like with so <clears throat> is there is there any like like issue like in that in like the like the punk rock like genre about like like doing like something like that like being a uh, a tribute band or something like that mm. or, or changing up their music i i would say no because <clears throat> i i think a lot of times I mean, people want to hear the song, but like, I, I think a lot of times in real life, like the actual bands themselves will change things about their songs, sure, just yeah, to keep yeah. it interesting. Yeah, um, I, I think a lot of a lot of like good bands do that just to not make it se- make it seem like it's a show that's tailored to you and not just them playing the CD in front of your face. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. No, because now that you mentioned, I do like I think all artists do that to some extent, right? They, yeah. They change up whether it's like. The art, the artistry, the performance, and not the music itself. Yeah. Or if it's a combination of the music and you know, like the the show. Yeah, like even even in rap. Yeah. Like I feel like there will be like these these long like interludes where it's kind of like still music, but they're like doing something different, and then it'll just like slowly transform like into the song that you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. Um, <clears throat> I don't think. I don't know. I don't. I feel like even if 
maybe an artist tried i probably feel like no two shows could be the same you know what i mean like yeah like it's just like i there's something so subjective about music that you can't i feel like you can't make it like um an automated thing you know what i mean yeah but yeah i i, I kind of think that like when, when you're in a cover band it's like my job's pretty easy you just like I spend a lot of time like making sure what I'm playing is exactly right. Mm. Like it, it bothers me when <laughs> I and like, like being in a cover band's whatever, you know, it's it's like some people not look down on it, but it's like you're not playing your own songs, sure. you know. But I, I think that there's a lot of like not not pride to be taken, but it's like you put a lot of effort into making sure that it's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. I mean I don't. I mean, I guess I can understand that stigma, but dude, like, if there's a song that you like resonate with, like, you know, you're gonna want to recreate it, right? You're gonna want exactly, man. It's like I'm just like playing the songs that really got me excited about music, like as a kid. Yeah. yeah these are these are this is like this the music that like I like, grew up on, you know. Yeah, yeah, so there's yeah. something like really nostalgic about like playing that in front of people 100 percent, dude and them like responding to it because you yes. know that they listened to it like when they were younger as well you know if they know the lyrics right if they're, if they're going as hard as that video i saw man those motherfuckers yeah. ingested that song like, yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's it's fun it's like really i don't know just kind of makes you feel like you're you're in that band for like a second yeah, 100%. You know? <laughs> dude it's like I mean, it's it's a it's not easy, right? But a lot of times I'll watch a video on on YouTube of like just a couple dudes in a studio and they're just like fucking jamming, putting some shit together, you know? And like we've watched a bunch of videos like that too, and it's like it seems really easy, but the the whole idea of like just just you know having having free reign, like you know what I mean, making your own music and vibing to it, it maybe it's sounding good too at the end of it is is like the probably one of the most rewarding things you could do you know what i mean people make it seem easy but it's not you know it's definitely not like what i mean i, I do write my own music too but it's, it's like really hard to <clears throat> not make the same song over and over again and it's really hard to take chances and to have that music be well received because mm. i think a lot of the best albums and musicians out there are the ones who take risks right because it's like you don't want to hear the same album over and over and over and over again right and you don't want to hear somebody that sounds exactly like somebody else so it's like when you get someone who comes along like like billy eilish sure like nobody makes music like her right and she just has like the perfect blend of like this sounds good and it's weird and there's so unique and nothing else like it and yeah. it's kind of hard to find all those yeah, man, I, I, it's, it's hard. I, it's really hard in, especially in that way, in music, when you express yourself musically, um, to let your light shine, right? Because, like you said, taking risks is scary, you know, especially in music, because you're definitely doing something a little bit. I don't want to say flamboyant, but it's just a little bit more expressive. You know what I mean? And it's not like your the way we're chatting right now, where I'm articulating my thoughts, right? Sometimes music is just like a a burst of emotion or something like that, and you don't need to structure it, right? You just need to let it out. And when do you structure it? When do you like let it just be natural? All those things would come into my mind if I was making music. You know what I mean? Just would, it might even fuck me up. It might like bog me down. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I think like artists that tap into that. <clears throat> 
like really connect with their fans more like when they can tell like how important this is to them like like dude Tyler the creator like th- that dude does some really really weird shit yeah like he'll just like scream and like just do all kinds of off the wall stuff but like it doesn't vibe with some people but other people are just like yeah that's awesome like this dude is just pouring his emotions into yeah. this song yeah, that's why he's hit or miss, right? I mean, I feel like it's a, when he hits, it hits hard. When he misses, he misses, right? But mm-hmm. um, you know, there's he, it's that's just how it is. And then I feel like when he, when it does hit, it hits harder because you know, like this is a once not once in a blue moon, but every now and then, like Tyler the Creator banger. You know, he like really hit the flow on this one. I almost think that there's like an advantage to being a hit or miss musician because. What you think is a hit, someone else mm-hmm. might think is a miss, and vice versa. Right. And collectively, like, a lot of fucking people like it. Like, they might not like every song you do, but there's people that love the songs that you hate. Right. So I think that makes people feel like the better songs are even better, you know? It's like, yeah. I love this song, and it's like, uh, this next song's kind of eh, but I fucking love this next song. So I just think it creates, like, a fan base that is, like just obsessive about the good songs yeah yeah i mean the the weekends like more recent music has been kind of like that too it's like where like you know i love the weekend and tyler creator and his albums are like this too so it's like you're gonna listen to the whole entire album like why because you know there's gonna be some misses but like there's definitely gonna be at least one banger on there and like you need to find that one so I'm, i'll go through the whole album and f- try to find them right and if i find one in the beginning i'm gonna keep going through the rest of it you know what i mean so like it's it's interesting that point you bring up <clears throat> about being a hit or miss artist i don't know yeah i feel like there's there's not too many artists though that like i can every song of theirs is like i like this you know yeah I, mean? not, I don't <clears throat> think there's one artist like that for me unless it's fallout boy <laughs> Nice <laughs> actually funny enough i didn't really listen to fallout boy like you didn't no I was ask you that. no i mean i like knew their popular songs but I, I i started out liking a lot of like punk and emo like what um but then i started like getting really into like heavy metal like in towards the end of middle school um i mean i like my first favorite band was Incubus. Oh, okay. You you know them at all? I I don't know any other songs but I, I know they're Okay. Good. Like they're like really really cool, man. Like I still like love them to this day. They're yeah. they're like a really they toe the line between like heavy and like creative and melodic and like almost like tiptoeing that pop music line because sure. like a lot of their songs are really popular. And if you know them, then they gotta be pretty popular. Fuck so, you, well, I'm, a, I'm a raging Incubus fan. No, I, got a, I got a fucking whole set of t-shirts. At home. <laughs> um, I went to one fucking like concert that was like a, it was like a, one of those genres. It might have been it actually might have been Incubus. Really? The Rosemont Theater. Like, we're we touching feet. No, um, we're good. We're like we don't want to. We're like seven <laughs> feet apart right now. There's no way we can touch feet. Um, uh, um, but uh, I went to one at the Rosemont Theater like in like 2006. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. It, I think it could have been Incubus because one of my buddies back in the day was really into it. You gotta and I tried to. I tried to be into it, man. You gotta let me know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Texas motherfucker. Right <laughs> um, but yeah, what's uh, what's one of your favorite songs by Incubus? All right. That's a good question. <clears throat> um, 
Wish You Were Here is really good. Yeah. When did when did you first hear that? Uh, I mean, shit, dude. We're probably talking like. So let's see. I was I was born in nineteen ninety. You have to say age, maybe grade. Like what grade were you in? Like was, sixth grade. Okay. Like fifth or sixth grade. Probably. So you were seventeen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got held back, bro. Idiot, bro. <laughs> held back for a few years in kindergarten. <laughs> Kindergarten was a tough time for me, bro. Fucking like ABCs will get you, dude. Dude, I just wasn't vibing with the shapes. <laughs> Fuck his geometry, dude. I've been shoving this trapezoid in my mouth. Um, uh, so you were in sixth grade, right? Um, Probably what, even earlier than that, yeah. What's the, um, like, is it a happy song? Is it a sad song? Uh, <clears throat> I was just, like, really drawn to, stuff, like, music that was both heavy but still melodic. Because... What's heavy mean? Like, like, really in your face. Okay. Like, like the distortion on the guitars is like really like that's what that's when you think of heavy. Okay. Like the guitar sound like isn't clean, you know. Oh, like okay. in a, like a jazz song or like a John Mayer song, it's like really heavily distorted and it just like hits harder. Mm. It's just like really in your face, man. It's like a it's like it's like an eight oh eight in rap. Sure, it's sure. just like a really heavy like bass drum. Like this song is heavy. Like yeah, yeah. the bass drum is fucking thumping, dude. Like, it's kind of the same concept in rock and metal. Gotcha. Where it's just, like, groovy and, like, but, like in li- your face. Lyrically? Was it, was it like, brighter lyrics or were they dark? No, I, that song is actually... It's just a, him, like, describing the ocean oh, and, okay. like, talking about how he wants, like, a girl or somebody to be there with him. Okay, <clears throat> for sure. I'll play that song for you, dude. Yeah, yeah, let's do it in the car, dude. Um... <clears throat> Did you were you were you vibing with like what what part of it just like all of it? All of it. <clears throat> I was vibing with the fact that it's it's spacey and like heavy at the same time. You'll know what I'm talking about. All right, I'm I'm ready, dude. I'm <laughs> now it's just funny, like like you said, bro. Like with a different like with a different ways music comes out, and some people thinking something's a hit. Like <laughs> down the stairs, dude. Um, uh, like. If someone thinks something is like a hit, or someone doesn't, right? Vice versa can happen too. But like, why? What makes it a hit to you? What makes it like like resonate with with you? You know, I think a lot of it has to do with time period, like where you're at in life. You know, um, uh, like kind of what you know at that point in life. Maybe fucking, you know, girl problems and shit like that. All that stuff comes <clears throat> up. You know what I mean? It's like a mixture of shit. Um, yeah. The weekend's like trilogy album. That like that came out of a time where I was like kind of uh, I don't know I was like I had I had just gone to college and I didn't like know anybody and like I was like kind of on my own and I, I was kind of antisocial you know what I mean mm-hmm. I didn't really like talk to people too much and I like kept to myself and like I just listened to that, that album and it just kind of made me feel like I, it was okay to be alone you know what I mean like you don't, yeah. don't worry about it like you're okay and shit like that so dude a hundred percent man and like that's that's part of the reason why. I vibe so much with being in a cover band is because it's like when I when I hear certain albums it literally just like transports me back to what I felt like at that time yeah like I literally like mark like periods of my life by like the music that I listen to during it and like the older you get it only gets like crazier because yeah. it's like you, you think like everyone's like oh is this really the music you're gonna listen to when you're like 90 like you're gonna listen to some dude screaming in a microphone it's like our parents music was just like some lame-ass fucking elevator music you know it's like but i really do think that 
you're just going to listen to whatever you listen to when you're growing up regardless. Yeah. It's like your taste, your taste might change. Right. But, I mean, I, I don't think that it's the same thing. You know, it's, it's like, our, like our music is way more in your face than like 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many different kinds, but I don't think that doesn't, that means like you're not still going to like it when you're older. Dude, I mean, whether it's, it's like, you know, still, still a hit or not, it's just, like you said, that what are, there's going to be a memory you associate with the music, right? It's not like you just, you just listen to music in some, like, nothingness chamber. You know what I mean? You're going to listen to it, um, be driving in the car. You're going to be at a concert. You're going to be, you know, whatever. You're going to be after a fight with somebody, you know, like a, a quarrel. You're going to be listening to this music, you know? And then you'll just, like, inevitably think about it, you know, and just get super euphoric. And that, 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 that way of, like, listening to music is I don't think you could ever forget it. You know, it, it won't leave you. I know. And it's so... I, I miss, like... I miss music being an object. Yeah. Like, it's like now all your songs are just, like, on your phone. But I loved buying CDs. I loved having, like, the art on the CD and, like, the lyric booklet and, like, the art in the lyric booklet. Like, yeah. as, a, as a, like, a possession. Right. And... I would love buying new CDs and I had like portable Walkman with like batteries just like having like a new CD and like popping it in and like going like on the bus to school dude yeah, yeah, yeah. I would get like so hyped to listen to new CDs man yeah dude which uh, what uh what type of CD player did you have dude I had uh, I had a Sony Walkman like it was oh, a dude. red one with you know the one with like the reflective like yeah, oval, yeah. like on the thing you know what I'm talking about was it was it like see through could you kind of see the disc spinning or no I don't think so no alright well then let me tell I know what you're talking about the old no. thing but okay. I could see the fucking disc spinning through <laughs> no, I didn't so you know it's working yeah dude get your fucking welfare checks out here <laughs> can't see a disc but yeah it's like I was kind of hesitant to switch to the whole like digital music thing just because I liked buying it but it just got to a point where it was like financially yeah yeah it makes no sense to not take advantage of being able to download like literally whatever song you want however many songs yeah i think what's you know the bogus part of that is is so i used to find like a lot of music that like let's say like travis scott was doing like a remix with somebody and it was just kind of like you'd have to like kind of like illegally download it right it was yeah just some shit but like that's just never on like spotify or apple music or anything like that so a lot of like the really really like underground shit i would like google and seek out and stuff like that it's just like get not yourself it. a virus yeah dude lime wire i'll give my computer aids for <laughs> the newest travis scott song dude always what did but, you have? Did you have Napster or LimeWire? What did you have? I had um, uh, LimeWire mm -hmm. uh, and Kazaa. Okay, dude, yeah, Kazaa was another one. Did you use those? My, so I, didn't use, I never used Napster. My dad actually used to do it for me. Oh, shit. Like, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't trust us to not, like... Fuck the computer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, get everyone's identity stolen. <laughs> so funny. he used to, like, download shit for me from Kazaa or whatever, you know? Yeah. So mainly just because, uh, yeah, I think so. LimeWire. LimeWire, I feel like was the one that did it, dude. Like, <laughs> they did it big. I'm not gonna put it on Kazaa. Dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I used to be on like, you know, it has that little like loading bar when mm -hmm. it's like done. All the while, I'll be on AIM, hollering at all the shorties. <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> 
Let me know. Sound like a real cool guy. <laughs> hey, man. You know how I do things. You've known me for a while now. I'm pretty smooth. You had, you had, you had aim? Don't uh, tell me you didn't, dude. Yes, I did. I'm going to say, bro. You, I'm I leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving right now. <laughs> oh, man. I miss the old internet. The dial-up? Yeah, dude. You had dial-up? I don't think I ever had dial-up, dude. So what's the old internet then? I don't know. Wasn't there something else? Because you didn't have to have dial-up if you had like a separate internet line. You had AOL? <clears throat> yeah. And you didn't have dial-up? I mean, I don't. I guess I don't know. That was a long time ago. Bro, you can't just be not knowing. <laughs> Any case, yeah. Oh, what was uh, what was your screen name? I don't remember. It was just probably some like band or something. You remember, dude. You know what it is. No, I don't. Don't. No. What about you? Mine was like it was like Escalade. Escalade four five eight. Dude, that's a big baller name. So, dude, <laughs> I used to be all up in those um, you know those like uh, uh those NBA Street and like um, what was it? Man, uh, what was that fighting game with all the rappers and shit? Def Jam. Def Jam, yeah. dude. So I used to, dude, all those motherfuckers would roll up in like Escalades and stuff like that. I was like, man, I want one of these cars so bad. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and make my screen name that yeah. so people know what I'm all about. Put it out there. Yeah, dude. You played that game? Def Jam? Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. I don't think I've ever played that game. Dude, a, a lot of the games on the original Xbox and shit like that were, um, they were, they had really good graphics. Like for the time, like FIFA Street on the original Xbox had really good graphics. Good yeah, what if you were to go back and play that shit now, though? I don't know, man. I don't know. I would want to, dude. Dude, you I, I, I mean, I've been sixty four, but I haven't gone back and played like an original Xbox game. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Because I was just saying that, like everyone. I mean, not everyone. A lot of people have their sixty fours, like you know, things like that. PlayStation, PS two. Um, but no one has their original Xbox. Like I have not played it with a single friend. Yeah. You know, no one's got it. I never even had one of those. You didn't? No, I had a GameCube. You had and 360? then an Xbox 360 yeah. and then PS4. For sure. Um, yeah, man, I feel like the gang's here. You want to go um, grab some food? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, man. <laughs>